time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to All Tea No Shade Podcast Where we are serving the tea without the shade Like we always freaking do Today we have some special, special guests in the building. Hey. Oh my God, do you hear all this estrogen? Yes, yes, black girl magic. Yes, yes. black girl magic is in the house. So we have, do you guys want to introduce yourselves and give you your, your, um, your tags? Sure. Go ahead, Kia. Oh, you want me to go first? Kiki. Okay. Uh, what's up? Do you love me? Oh, <laughs> that applies oh to both of us so now. Much. I know. <laughs> I know. What's up? It's your girl Kia, the messy maven on Mocha in the Morning and Digital Expert. Hey. Awesome. And I am Keisha Boyd with Mocha in the Morning and BlackInTheBay.com. Yes. So happy to be here on All Tea No Shade. Okay. I mean, we give a little shade, but it's we try bit. really hard not to. But you have to mind, like, Kia is going to oh, be some shade, it's though. about to be palm trees today. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be waving in the air. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to... What's your week been like? How y'all week been? My week was absolutely amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I have an opportunity to to mentor some young ladies and men in my profession, and I'm really excited about that. Praise them. Yes, and I'm going to work on a few projects. I'm, I'm leaving out to go to L.A. and Miami, so. Nice. It's going to be a. Oh, you a fancy, fancy. I know, right? Fancy, fancy, baby. But, yeah, I'll be doing some, some things with, um. The new movie, The Kitchen. Okay, oh. and it's the hair movie. It's it's it hasn't come out yet. It's a premiere. We're doing some um, premiere stuff at NABJ in Miami mm-hmm. um, oh, with Tiffany so Haddish fun. and Melissa McCartney. That new movie. Okay, cute. Then, um, but is it about hair? No, no, the kitchen is actually, and I know this. The kitchen mm-hmm. is actually a movie about three women who lose their husbands and they have to take over their positions in the mob. <gasps> right. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yes. it's supposed to be really good. Oh, but uh, isn't that movie? It's, I feel like it's a a, a a a redo of the Viola Davis movie. What movie was that? Where they Widows. had to Widows. Widows. Yes, with her and J Lo, right? No, no, it wasn't J Lo. Her it and J Lo was another movie where that was Viola. She was beating people ass. Viola, yeah. Vi- you know, Viola is violent. That's Listen. all I know. She stay working though, so that's all that matters. She stay working. I ain't mad at her, but she be beating people ass on the low. I know. On the high, yeah, right? <laughs> um, and then the other thing is, um, David makes man August fourteenth. I guess I could do that in the end, but August fourteenth. So I'm going to L A for that premiere. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at you. Mm, I'm trying mm, to slide mm, up in mm, your mm. arms and okay. hey. Yeah, so on, uh, my week sounds like crap compared okay. to yours, but uh, it's Go fine. after that, Kia. <laughs> my kid's still alive. I didn't kill him, and my husband's still alive. Good job. So, yeah, it was a great week. Wait Success. a minute. Listen, <laughs> that's one a, other thing. That's a good week. <laughs> Besides all of that that I just said, my son is potty trained. Come on, somebody. <gasps> Hallelujah. Small class, small class, see that? Class. That's a major Thank move, you. That right is there. a major move, girl. It ain't you for the never been heart. so grateful mm-hmm. for somebody else to pee in and poop by themselves yeah. in your life. <laughs> in my life. In your life. That's real life. Ugh. That's real life, honey. My week's been pretty good. I've been uh, traveling back and forth as always from um, Tampa to Orlando, and we've got some fun stuff 
on the horizon, but I can't quite talk about it yet. But oh, some, that's cool. Some interesting stuff. Oh, that's a side note, though. Me and Elle both went to Orlando Salsa Congress. That was we super did. fun. Low-key, me and Kia are like old-school friends, like old-school, <laughs> yes. before any of us did podcasts yes. or anything. You'll awesome. see some pictures of us looking young as hell. Ooh, also right. looking very sauced up as hell. <laughs> and very sweaty. <laughs> and very, very sweaty. We are dancer fans. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into our Who Am I section. Okay. okay. All right, for sippers who are brand new to this new sip sesh, here are the rules. I am going to give you ladies some clues about a person who is currently in the media. All it right. It is your goal, objective, mm-hmm. okay. to tell me the person before the other. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let me just bow down. <laughs> Now, no, you're try, right? but <laughs> what I will say is, I try to give clues so that it's not necessarily based on what's going on right now, but just clues all together about this person. Okay. So, all right, so the man that I am talking about is 62. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia. He is a professor, among other things. Um, he currently has two children he is famous he was more famous in the 90s for his roles and for his directing spike lee Game yes. over. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, the minute I said directing, someone's going to say it. Yes, Spike Lee. But the professor part threw me off. I didn't know he was yeah, a professor. Me either. Oh, I know. Wow. I, try, I try to throw some. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's I try to throw some things out there, you know, try to switch and smoosh and move. If you would have said Morehouse, I would have got it right, right. away. Right. Me too. Well, me too. you know, I said Atlanta because yeah. that's where he's yeah. born and raised. So I was like, if I said Brooklyn, everybody knows Spike Lee's yeah. from Right. Like, he lives there now. Mm-hmm. He isn't from there, apparently. All right, you guys. So Spike Lee is currently in the news because I don't know. Have you guys seen She's Gotta Have It? Yes, and I hate yes. that show. Me too. I couldn't get into I it. I tried. It, it has been, been canceled. I know, you, but there are a lot of people Jesus. mad about it. Okay, so when I first watched the show, the first season, I actually liked it. Thank you. I was also a little bit drunk though during it. It was like a good like. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking wine, so I might as well watch do the right thing. Um, because it it gets a little. She's gotta have. She's gotta it. have it. Yeah. Right do the right thing. You know what I mean. She yeah. gotta have it. Uh, it gets a little... What I realized when I was watching the second one, Very Sober, was that it's very monologue mm-hmm. Like, there is just, like, large segments where this woman yes. is just talking to us about something. It's like, there's no interaction with her and another person. It's just her going on this diatribe of, like, yeah. a rant. But here's my beef is that the second season didn't... It was... It didn't make sense. There were certain things that she did that in reality yeah. would never happen. I would never let some girl cuss me out in front of my child's school and just stand there like I'm confused about what's happening. Yeah. Like, there were just certain things that just didn't make sense and were just, con- just disjointed. And I, I'm not a fan. I know a lot of people are. I'm not a fan. So I'm sorry it's canceled, but find something else to watch. <laughs> that part. What about right. You? I, I just couldn't get into it. Not even the first season. Not even the first really? season. First season, I was like... <sighs> I don't, I don't know what the hype is. I'm mm. sorry. I can't yeah. get to it. And the guys are weird. I think after you finish seeing it the first time, like, I'm kind of over the dudes. Like, I don't know. They had no purpose. 
in season one, they had a purpose. In season two, it's like, why are you here? Like, yeah. I don't need your backstory. I felt like she needed to swap a whole new hotation, maybe. <laughs> no, she did. <laughs> like, for it to stay current and for us to, like, appreciate it. Or there just needed to be more dynamic. Like, the dynamic with the actual men needed to change. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like Nola, in general, is that annoying friend that when she calls your phone, you're like, oh, my God, what does she have going on now? I really can't handle this. Like, she's yeah. that girl and that annoying to me in general right i kind of feel like i'm low-key nola in life <laughs> except without the whole part but i'm like all over the place all the time i call my friends they be like bitch what you what you want me for <laughs> you love me don't forget <laughs> just joking i don't call nobody <laughs> which is true about to say who you call it Facts. No, never, never. i get cussed out on the regular by men and women, like all calling. my all my friends, they're like, "Where have you lived? Why haven't I seen you? Like, what's going on?" I look at the producer. <laughs> okay, Shane, I don't need this from you about that. Okay, oh moving goodness. on. Congratulations, <laughs> Keisha. Give her a little. Woo! I got it right. I beat you here. Eh, eh. Ooh, Not she, a song. Yes, a, song. a whole okay, wait, 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 wait. song. There's another one though, right? There's two, or is it just one? No, just one. What? She got you. <laughs> she got you. Oh. She got you. She... <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip of my drink. You go ahead and do that. <laughs> Shady people. Shady producer. This is a mess. All right, let's go ahead and get into. Let's find out a little bit more about you guys, right? Okay. So, how did you guys get into? What created Mocha for you guys? What What started it off for you guys? So, Mocha in the Morning is a brainchild of the Jorge Alvarado, okay? Jorge Alvarado. Krupa. Krupa. <laughs> so, you know, Jorge is full of personality. We all know who him, you know who he is. And he was like, you know what? I want something that represents all this black girl magic and brown girls yes. and women and just, you know, and I'm going to be in the mix, obviously, because right. I'm 70%. I like a little butter pecan with my yes, Mocha. Yes, he's the cafe con leche, right? Yeah. So... You know, I was like, all right, I'm with it. And we just started the show and just, you know, creating a platform for us to just, one, be together, talk, have a good time, and also kind of just spread some news and, you know, bringing awesome people like Kia and, and Jen and folks on. We, I mean, she is just like her own segment, because, honey, when she's missing, <laughs> we notice, yeah. okay? We notice when Kia's not there. We're like, You oh. always notice when Kia's not yes. there. Well, here's the thing, though. I feel like with a lot of um, shows, there's always that person who makes sure it stays entertaining and stupid. There's always going to be a little bit of stupid <laughs> to keep people tuning into shows. Yeah. That was like you were my birthday trip. <laughs> yes, I'm a little bit of... Okay, so I don't the story. <laughs> I'm like, what birthday trip? It was years ago, but I was a little bit of stupid. I had a complete meltdown. A on complete Machu- meltdown on like, Machu Picchu. Crying hysterically, like a full meltdown. And not for any real reason, because I was tired and dirty. And, and drunk. Was, and drunk. Oh, yeah. It the was, drunk it was, part. It was it, the drunk part. It was the drunk part. part. And high altitude. I will say, like... It was it was a weird trip for all of us. You're at a super high altitude, so things that you don't think will affect you do, yes. like, mm-hmm. they affect you stronger. So, like, alcohol affects you, like, mm-hmm. differently than when it affects you here. It's not like... Breathing affects you differently. Like, it yeah. was just weird. Yes, it's oh, very... Oh, and odd. then the cocaine tea. Yeah, I mean... 
Wait a minute. Excuse me? So everybody... Talk about all tea. We were chugging yes, kind of tea. We were chugging it's not cocaine, y'all. Oh. Calm it down. But you it's coca leaves, which is what cocaine is derived uh, from. I think that's close. Yeah, it's very <laughs> close. It's very close. <laughs> but everybody drinks it because the altitude... It doesn't make you high, though. Yeah. It really doesn't. Okay. I wish it did. But it didn't. I, not that I would do cocaine, but it no. didn't. But it helps you with the altitude sickness. So the minute you get into Peru and you're especially if you're going to go to Cusco or Machu Picchu like did, yeah. they start like they like tell you start chugging this coca tea because it helps with altitude sickness because we did have one guy it was a group of 10 of us yeah. and we did have one guy who got super sick from altitude oh, half wow. the crew didn't even make it yeah like let's just be real it was a, it was, it a was 10 of us the whole purpose was to go to Machu Picchu. Only three of us made it to the top. Listen. <laughs> and my I... husband, I love my husband to death. Yo! No, wait, no. I have to say this. My husband's amazing. My husband smoked a half a pack of cigarettes Yo. as he was walking up Machu Picchu. I'm, everybody else can't breathe. We're tired. My husband's like, he's literally, ab- he, made, he made it to the top. He's abnormal because like, it's not an easy hike. Like, like, hiking Machu Picchu is not a simple thing. And this dude is chain smoking. <laughs> Hasn't like worked out in like years, and he made it. And he's just like, "What's the problem? I don't understand why y'all struggling. Like this is easy though." And we look at him like, "Negro, if you don't go sit down somewhere." It was been, it was an interesting trip, but yeah, for, for Mocha in the morning, I am the kind of comic relief, the funny person, and that's really how I am for every everything. Part of my life. That's that's, that's just, her. That's what it is, and so, we love it. Mocha is currently on break right summer now. break mm-hmm. summer break so when do you guys restart we will restart in august okay end of august mm-hmm. and how do we find out how do they listen to mocha so mocha morning you can um do it on facebook and this year coming up we will be on youtube so you can catch old episodes and everything mm-hmm. and hopefully we can maybe add a podcast component to that but you can definitely catch us on facebook because it's a video yes. yes you can see us and we're all there and hair and makeup and backgrounds and cameras and all that, uh, all that stuff. Yes. All that stuff. So yeah, Mocha in the Morning, MochaInTheMorning.com, um, Mocha Morning Show on, on Facebook, Facebook yes. Instagram, all that good stuff. Nice. Yes. yes, yes, yes. What's coming up in the new season that you're super excited about? You know what? The new season will bring new adventures. So okay. Jorge and myself, probably mostly Jorge, um, a lot of traveling, a lot of a traveling, lot of, yeah. a lot of red carpet coverage, coverage in different areas and cities. Because, you know, we are a national. We're not necessarily a locally based show. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we're everywhere, wherever one of us. So when I go to L.A. or wherever, I'll be getting some footage for the show. Nice. Um, so we look forward to just expanding our, our footprint, mm-hmm. um, the brands, bringing more people, more partnerships yeah. um, onto the show and just being what, you know, do what we do. And having more awesome guests on the show. Yeah, you've been on the show. Yes. It's, it's so fun having... TJ was there. Yeah, yep. yeah it's mm-hmm. so fun having fresh faces on the show. It makes it so much different and just interesting. I So I've known about Jorge, but not known who he was. And this it's all based on dancing. Dance is life, yes. y'all. Dance is life. So I used to teach at the hip room, which unfortunately is closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I used to teach, I used to teach salsa there. I would come in and there was a hip hop class to the right. Oh yeah. And uh-huh. I used to teach salsa in the big ballroom uh-huh. on the left. And I was like, those hip hop class, they getting it. Oh like, yeah, we have life. Um, but yeah, I was walking past and I was like, yo, this hip hop class is live though, but it would happen exactly at the same time as yeah. our class. So mm-hmm. I wanted to take it so bad. Come to find out, it's Jorge's the one who's yeah, teaching the oh, class. Yeah. I didn't realize that until after I was on your show. And I was like, I think Shalette posted something and I was um, like yeah. 
Is that the same Spanish dude who was killing it in hip hop? Oh, yeah. No, Jorge is everywhere. Like, there's been times I've been in Orlando, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, you're hosting this. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm presenting at this podcast thing. I'm like, okay, wow. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's in Arizona, Puerto Rico. Like, he's he does it all the time. Don't mind if I do. I know. Listen, Jorge. I've joys been... of being married to somebody wealthy. Just Listen. Oh, mm. well, there's the first palm tree. Loud <laughs> <laughs> and proud. <laughs> He, I mean, shoot, da- Jorge's dance class, I mean, I started. It's life. It is life. And I've he's seen been it. doing it for years, like at least like 12, 12 years yeah. or so. Yeah. He was at LA Fitness, I think. Mm-hmm. And the class used to be packed. Like everybody in the gym used to be in the mirror, like in the window just watching us, right? Yeah. We used to put on a show, honey, and had a good time. And wherever he goes, people follow him because it's just, it's just fun. And it's just for his health. Like he does it. He's good at it. But he's like, you know, this is my, my self-care. Yeah, People that's smart. To, I mean, you know? I teach dance just so that I don't get fat. But Listen, <laughs> I feel you. Real life, though. Real life. <laughs> real life. I feel like, oh, I got, like, it forces you to be, it forces you to be really active, yeah. even if you don't want to be. We mm-hmm. dance so we can eat at Salem's every night after the social. <laughs> Yo, okay, so the first time I took Kia to Salem, she doubted me. The gyro. She doubted me. Because, <laughs> yes, you I know, did. Salem's is always in the hood. Always. It's, but they expanded now. I they, did they notice that. They're they now in, like, college areas. Yeah. And they're always a little low-key disgusting. Like, so, uh, yeah. you know, New York has, like, the ratings for the the, the places. It looked mm-hmm. like Hep Like, it looked like you could walk in and get Hep <laughs> I'm not even what joking. What Salem's y'all going to? To the one on Kennedy is the one I took her to. The one on Kennedy. Right from UT. By Hyde Park. Okay. I've never been to that one. It was, it was, it was a little rough. It was a, a little, little rough. And she was like, I am absolutely not, not eating, eating here. here. I am. Oh I cannot God. believe you. I'm not eating. I was like, all right, girl, because I am. Yeah. And so. <laughs> and my husband was there too. He's like, yeah, I'm getting something to eat. I was like, you can be hungry <laughs> if you want to. But I ain't. Okay. And I got me the shrimp. And she tried one of them, and she was like, oh, I changed my mind. <laughs> I did. I got, like, a whole, like, 14 piece. Yeah, and then she went in. She was like, wait, let's go back. And then she went in. I'm telling you, Salem's is life. It is. Salem's is life. It is. All right, so you said the, um, the, the websites. Can you give your websites and your tags for your social media really quick for the listeners? So on Twitter uh, and on, on YouTube, where I'm biggest at, uh, it's Kia Shakur. It's okay. always Kia Shakur. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's really just dance stuff and me showing my body because I'm in shape. It's I'm Kia Giovanni. So, right. yeah. <laughs> toot, toot. Toot, toot. That horn, I mean, girl. Toot, toot. You, if you know, who will? Okay. Oh, so I am Picket PR, Picket PR Pro, actually, on Instagram. Okay. Um, Picket PR. Um, Is like a picketing line? Like no, P-I- that's like my last name. Yeah, pick it. Pick it. Oh. Two T's, girl. girl, you a slave owner? What is oh, going on? Oh, what you picking? Oh my god, that's a slave's last name. It is. It. But you know, pick a PR, pick a PR Pro, Black in the Bay, all that. All right, guys. Well, we're excited to have you here. Thank you. So this is our very first podcast where it's all ladies. I'm always overrun (laughs) by the sausage. I know. And so I can see that. What? What's Shay? What's Shay? Thank you. You shush. And so I'm super excited to be with some girls. Today, we are talking commitment. Mm -hmm. So the guys talked about commitment phobia. And I think today, let's ladies, well, let's talk about overcommitment, but let's also talk about commitment phobia because why they act like women don't got commitment phobia either? How about that? Mm-hmm. All right, so moving to the first like topic is do you think, why do you think women are so quick to commit in relationships? So quick to commit, I think that ladies 
it just depends on the stage of life. Like, like I think that when we are, we're so by the by, not by the book, by a plan. Like yeah. In college, we're like, oh, I'm gonna graduate when I'm 21. I'm gonna be married by the time I'm 25. I'm gonna have my first baby by 27. Yep. And it's like boom, 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 boom. And then you're like 27, like I don't even have a prospect. Right. Like, I'm not even dating nobody. Either. Like these like, niggas ain't <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I would never say that. I did. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, I said it. You know. Especially Some when I was 27. Are not worth the time for sure. But I think some are amazing. Uh, absolutely. But you have the kings are all all married. Listen, that's not true. That's not true. I, I, I gotta find I met, me a divorce king. Listen. <laughs> no, they're the best ones to marry. I swear to God. Divorce ones. Hopefully no. they are because they've learned some shit, right? Yes. Right. Divorce one year out though. It can't be divorce on like three. Ten months years out. out. It's gotta be one year out. <laughs> ten years. Divorce ten years out or divorce three months out. They're both bad. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a special zone. But no, I guess for me with women who are eagerly committed. It, want to commit so badly I almost feel like it's a race between them and their other friends like right. oh, yeah. I want to get a man before them so I, I need to get married so that I can just, oh, oh look I have a husband and it sometimes ends up being marriage and commitment as like some weird prize yeah. that you can get and that's the dumbest reason to want to be in a relationship to beat your friends or other women to, to getting married well I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of it has to do with society and how we're raised women yes. are raised to become mothers women yes. are raised to become wives like before you are fully grown like you know everyone's always asking you it's like the oddest thing because it's like you can't have a boyfriend but everything's focused on you being a wife when you're younger you know what I mean yeah, of like because when we're little girls they're like oh you're gonna find your prince charming when you're playing with dolls yes that's the goal to find yeah. your prince charming exactly even our toys are like mm-hmm. focused on it yep. you know like guys are like playing like you know G.I. Joe and right. War and girls are playing nothing to do with us yeah nothing <laughs> to do with us mm-hmm. <laughs> and guys are you know girls are playing wedding you know what I mean yeah. and mm-hmm. so I think so much of it has to do with how we're socialized like women are literally socialized to be in a couple yes yeah we're told and so and i think that is a valid point too have you guys ever been in a situation where you like the only single one out of your friends and was it awkward for you no okay oh, because keisha got that that clack clap i've never been i've never been in because i have a large group of friends mm. um and even like my college friends, like literally we're, it's 14 of us and we are still close to this day. We take trips every year, all that stuff. Yeah. And our first baby was our senior year. She had a baby. They got, she had a baby. She graduated on Friday. They got married on Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we babysat while she was doing exams and all that stuff. So we- in the gunshot wedding? And he's graduating. It wasn't gunshot. They've been married for almost 20 years. Wow. You know, and it's it's like we, so we our friendship group started with a marriage in college. Yeah. And then another friend followed two years and we just kind of like been going. So I've never been in a circle where I'm like the only single person. I've never been because it's that's I have. I have. Like, I have too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have. And no woman really will ever admit like, oh, no, I'm so happy for my friends. And it's so wonderful. And you're like, I fucking hate her because I know I'm better than her. So how did she get a man? And I didn't get a man. <laughs> L, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, there's definitely some times where you're like. Okay, this bitch is cheating on him. Thank you. And, like, really? This is the shit. Or even pettier than that. Like, well, she's not even working. Like, at least I have a job. Like, she didn't even got no job. Like, it, it gets that petty. So it does sometimes feel weird in your group of friends. Yeah. You're not trying to be mean to them. It just, it's a, it's a weird, it's just a weird feeling. I haven't gotten weird with my group of friends. I have gotten weird with, like, people, like, who hang around and they're, like, just fucking idiots. And mm-hmm. I was, like, super single at one point. 
But then I also know, like, I actually, everyone talks about commitment phobia. Like, I have the commitment. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I am the commitment phobia, uh-huh. right? Like, I'm the opposite. So I don't get really, really weird about it because generally when I'm single, it's because I am choosing, fighting really hard <laughs> to stay single. single. And I can co-sign her on that. Oh. Elle does not need to be single. It's is her single by choice. Yes, like, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just have a hard time committing to a person because I think it's a trust thing. It's like, to me, when you commit, you're so vulnerable. There's so much trust there that when you finally do, like, if you disappoint me, Negro. It's I mean, on. And, and I you got think that women are committing for different reasons. Yeah. Like, we're committing because there's a plan at the end of this. We're not just committing because we just want to have you. Like, no, we're committing because we're on a goal to eventually get towards marriage, eventually get towards get, build a I'm family. so opposite. It's not commitment just because I just want to keep you from other women. It's oh. not like that. You haven't found, the, the right man hasn't yeah, found it, you. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's all. Because I'm like, no, I'm good with this, us kicking <laughs> Yeah, it, it hasn't. You haven't found. You haven't met the, your soulmate yet. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I have when it. you do, you won't have the phobia. Yeah. I mean, and it might come, and that's it's not, and, it's, and most of the time, it's not gonna come dressed up like you expect. No, look at look at my situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was there when she met her dude. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> when she first started talking to her husband. <laughs> he, my husband, and he's gonna hear this and be so annoyed because he hates the story, but. I got my committed relationship from somewhere where I was not even looking for. My husband is East Indian, Guyanese. He's smaller than me. This is not where I thought I was going to find my commitment, and that's where I found yeah. it. So it's definitely not going to be where we you were all it shocked and surprised. The whole world was shocked. My mom embarrassed me. At the wedding was shocked. It was just bad. Oh lord. Oh yeah. It was my very mom was shocking. Like, my mom goes at my wedding. She goes, "It's so interesting that she married her husband because she used to bring home athletes and all that, and then she brought home a foreigner." And I was like, "Oh mom, my god." Really? Blanche went in. She did. It was embarrassing. It's pretty bad. But but no. But yeah. When you find your right person, it's yeah. it's the right person. So how did you guys know? What was like your indication, or what was that moment when both of you like married? What realized that the man you were with was the right one? So let me tell you. And I don't know how many people. But anyway, my husband is. We are super opposite. Okay. And <laughs> my husband is a felon. Okay. Okay. He spent ten years in prison. I mean, that means he's. You the hot boy? Is that what you needed? You the hot boy? <laughs> but when I met him, I have so much stuff I want to say, but it has to be off there. <laughs> oh, because I want to go in. I know yeah. why you married him, girl. No. I know why no, no, you no. married him. Okay. The, never. No, it, it, no, Keisha, just go. Don't, just, don't, go. Don't, just go. Don't do it. When I'm, and, and <laughs> I, I, myself, I was like, I was very naive because when I met him, he was like, seriously, like, we were both volunteering at an event. Okay. An Arthritis Foundation event. The Jingle mm. Bell Run. They okay. do it every oh, year. Yeah. And I'm cheering, and he's over there with a group of ladies, and he's the only guy over there. And they're like, you're so live. Y'all should, you should come over here and help us, you know, cheer the runners. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And I was like, where are you from? He's like, Detroit. I was like, oh, remind me to tell you something away from people. Yeah. Probably not, you know. <laughs> Because really, all my friends from fam that were from Detroit were light-skinned with curly hair. Yes. You know? I yes. Was like, the population look- is yeah, thick you know? for the interracial. For, right, That's you know? Canada's so close. Yeah, so I was like, you know, you're really probably the first dark-skinned man I've ever seen from, from Detroit. Detroit. And he was like, you like what you see? Ooh. I was like, ooh, yes. Like, Don't mind if I do. We like, ain't going to waste no time. Not just one gonna... second. Just slide right up in there. I was like, oh, okay. 
there's a card. <laughs> there's a card. <laughs> and he called the very same night. Oh, oh. I love that shit. Yeah. I love that. Don't play any games. Yep. And he was very straightforward. He was like, look, I'm just going to put this on the table so you don't waste time and I don't. This yeah. is what I've, This is what happened. This is my past. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-mm. This ain't gonna work for me. Yeah. This he is not in the corner office. He is not suited up every day. Yeah. I'm Keisha Pickett. And at the time I'm Keisha Pickett. I'm doing this. I'm PR pro. I'm black in the bank. I'm in the community. Everybody know me. And I mm-mm. And he ain't suited and booted. Yeah. I was like, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. And my best friend was like, don't judge that man. Ooh. Don't judge him. Okay. And Come through, best friend. Best friend was like, don't do that. You go talk to that man and see what he's about. Girl, please. That man called me every day. I think it's, we've been together since tw- December 2012. Mm-hmm. Or I say like January, February. He was like, when I met you, and maybe a week after, I was like, no, I'm going to marry her. Oh. oh, well, okay. They say, <laughs> they say men no, no. Like they, like, no, every, they do. They do. They everyone do. I heard who's married, the men always say like they knew within the first week they were going to mm-hmm. get married. My husband knew within the first two weeks that he yep. was going to marry me. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, Dude, no, go mm-mm. that yeah, way. I was like, mm-mm. Yep. I'm not, Same I'm not thing trying for me. to do that. Same thing for me. <laughs> I remember. Shut up, Elle. <laughs> but what I what I realized is, no, he didn't have the college degree. No, right. he didn't have this fancy job and all this stuff. But he had a pure heart. Mm-hmm. He was honest. Yeah. And he taught me so much. Like, just talking on the phone, you know, spending time, like, stocks and all this stuff that he had interested in, you know, I gotta remember the man is, was locked up for a long he time. Had some he, time he, he had some time to study and read and everything. Like, yes. Even on a religion tip, he was like, you in church listening to this? <laughs> Did so you read your Bible? There's so many questions we need to ask you off air. <laughs> I know. That we can't do right now. <laughs> but I, what attracted me so much to him was the fact that I could, I learned so much from right. him mm-hmm. and he was honest. He was, pure, he was truthful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, you got to weigh these pros and cons. Right. I guess there's some building to do over here. Yeah. But I could be with a Negro with six figures and a corner yeah. office driving the best car. And he learn ain't nothing. worth the shit. He ain't worth a damn. Yeah. He got five Ugh. other women over here. Yes. He ain't trying to commit. And and then what? Right. Just so you, so you can look good the and part. look the part? Mm. No, I'm good. And so, I mean, that was it. I mean, we, we, we've been together since 2012. What's this? So seven years? Mm-hmm. And I think it's only been three days that we haven't talked. Oh, wow. Yeah. My situation is identical to hers. And she, Elle was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my situation was identical. She, I, I was not trying to be with my husband at all. I was like, okay, yeah, but no. You cool, I. You cool, I, whatever. And then there was an incident that happened. Again, we're not going into that incident. Stop. <sighs> it was stop, such a stop, good stop, instance. Stop. Off air. I honestly think it was the Kia's glorious moment. I like it's not a bad incident for you. You didn't do anything wrong. That's the the hype. I beat up a girl in Ebor City. I mean, How but she that? asked for it though. She did. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. I'm sorry. No, I have to be the. I have to be the reason. This is why you can't podcast with your girl? Yes, I have happened. to be the reason. Okay. Fine. Go. We go, were all go. at the Rum Fest. Drunk, uh-huh. drunk, drunk, drunk. And there's no other option at the Rum right, Fest the rum other fest. than to get drunk. Right. And so obviously the Rum Fest happens in Ebor, and afterwards it was a group of us. We used to roll deep back then. Yes. So it was like a twenty of us, and we all went to this restaurant. And there was this one girl, I won't say her name, mm-hmm. but for some reason, she just did not like Kia. Like, Kia literally could not say anything or do anything. Nope, without her and jumping on her. Yes, yeah. like, 
but like aggressively. It was nonstop for the entire afternoon. And then finally at dinner, she had said something to me and I literally reached across the table that's identical to this table. And I have a long reach. I mean, she tall. I popped her right in the face. Then yes. I took my backpack off, walked around the table. And whooped her ass. Whooped her ass. Then went outside to whooped calm Whooped her down. ass. She tried to come out and <laughs> she tried to come out and try to defend herself. So she tried to reach over somebody else and I continued to whoop her ass in front of everybody. I never seen somebody get her ass whooped so much so short in such a short amount of time like I will say old girl kept coming for it she was like she you about to beat my ass then but you ain't gonna beat my ass now but yes yes I will uh, even, uh, okay, and, and anybody who's listening this was years ago years this was not, years ago but what ended up happening was um, I had nobody the dance scene and Elle's not one of them but everybody kind of Put their distance and the dancing was something I was really deep into. That was all of my friends. So yeah. I had nobody. Like everybody dropped me like a safe hitting the ground. So the guy I was dating, my husband, was the only person who was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to you. Come here now. I will take care of you. Yeah. I will give you a space. Just come here. And I came there for a week and finally saw him in this completely different light as a father, as someone who, you know, has a great heart, as someone who was real, not just some guy who just liked me because I was pretty. He liked me as a person and wanted to take care of me. Yeah. And I realized, God damn it, I'm going to have to date this stupid asshole and I don't want to. <laughs> and I started dating him and that was it. That yeah. was all I needed. It, it didn't take you long. Once it you didn't. actually just, uh, she was like holding off on it forever. I was. But once she finally decided to date him, it it went pretty quickly. It was it. Yeah, that was that was. My that was a pretty crazy incident. It was pretty polarizing. That's it also was. another like instance of how I think race impacts things when you don't believe it because obviously Kia is black and the girl was um, and light skinned Latino. The like the yeah she was white facing Latina mm-hmm. and she and she wasn't somebody who's very popular. Like she was popular. She knew. A a lot of people but she was in the dancing a way back and she was just coming back in but like she just happened to be i think it was because she was white she went to all of the dance studios that were throwing events and was like this girl unsolicitedly beat me up and yeah, they went around everybody. she's super dangerous and yeah. so she, kia literally got banned from all of the socials yep. in tampa and it was like the most craziest thing because it was nothing to do with dance Nothing right. related. He was disrespecting me. But it was just, I really think it was because Key is black mm-hmm. and the other girl was white and the other girl got her butt tore down, which, I mean, she kept coming for it. So what do you expect? And I, I really do think there was a racial charge to that. Because I just well, don't think that that would have happened to anybody else. Thankfully, sort of. The, the silver lining. It happened. It was meant it to happen. And she got her husband. Yeah, right. no, that's, 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 you know? that is the real thing. If I ever saw that girl to this day, I would say thank you. Yeah. Because I have my son. I have my husband. I have a whole different life. And I'm in the Orlando dancing thick. Elle knows this. So you you gave yeah. me the life that I have. So, right. you know, it's, it's more power to her. But let's get back on topic. Yes, we, let's get back on topic. Refocus. Yeah, refocus. So, yeah, I think that, you know... The, the moment I think that I knew too is my mom. I, I had never, mm. ever taken anybody to meet my dad oh. or my parents. Ooh, yeah. I haven't taken anybody to meet my ever. dad. Yeah, that's a big. All my, my mom, years yes. of life, no one. And so when I took him to my dad or to my mom, they were like, oh, oh, oh okay. Are you serious, serious? Are oh, you uh-huh. serious, serious? This might be something we need to really check out. Really, really, no. Never. never, ever. Bro, nobody home. Facts. So, yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to bring somebody home unless I'm seriously like, okay, this could be the one. So, ladies, what was your your high school plan? Like, when you were in high school, you're like, I'm going to get married and have babies. Like, when was that age and how many kids was it? I was 19 when I had made my plan mm-hmm. um, that I was going to be getting married and 
happening. At what age? What was your planned age? I don't remember the planned age though, but I remember at 19 it was very much just like have a get married and have a baby and be this like housewife with the job and because that exists and right. it, it was like this whole imaginary <laughs> thing I had in my head of what it was gonna be like and mm-hmm. you know the big fancy wedding and all that kind of stuff. So I, I know it was 19. So let's say if, if I getting married maybe. Probably a year after graduated from college might have been what I was thinking about, which is not even realistic. Yeah. At all. I think, I, I, I don't think I made it in high school. Yeah. But probably when I got to college, mm-hmm. I was like, 25, I'm married. 27, first baby. I want to have three children, at least, at the very least, three to five. Yes. And live happily ever after. I mean, right. What was yours, though? Yeah. Okay, so it's hilarious that I'm the one with the commitment issue. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely had mine's like 12. I was like... Sitting in there like, oh, I'm going to get married at 25. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have four kids, like, before I'm hit 30. I don't know what the math was Okay, as in a my side head. note, does anybody here regret thinking that they could get married in their 20s? I was an idiot in my 20s. Yeah. And can't even imagine. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, like, us all thinking that we can get married in our 20s. Are we in, were we insane? Like, I just no. think, like, the women of our our parents, that's yes, the time yes, that they yeah, got married. Yeah. So it felt like, even, like, now, I feel, like, so behind the boat if I try to compare myself to my mother. No. Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. My mom was, like, on her second marriage, but, like, my age, you know yeah. what I mean? No, you, you can't compare. But I also feel like... Uh, I missed, I skipped a divorce because I didn't get married. Right, I think so, because I think, I mean, some people can get get married married in their 20s and they're fine, and and it works. Right. But most of the time, we have some growing up and maturing to do, and we got to find ourselves. Like, we don't even know who we are You have some life to live in your 20s. And and it's it's, it's not easy, you know? know? (laughs) Bitches to beat up anymore. to go through. (laughs) You know? You know? You know? All right, so what is, like, what is something that you look for or is it an indicator that you're ready to settle down? Like, how do you guys know that it was time for you? Or did you know when it was time for you? Or were you, like, actively searching when you were looking for your man? Oh, I wasn't looking. Mm -mm. I'm not. I definitely was not looking for sure. He certainly just, it just organically happened. Yeah. Um, And I had to make a choice. It's a choice to love someone. Mm-hmm. It, it is a choice. It's right. a feeling, yeah. but it's certainly a choice um, to allow someone to be in your space that way and for you to take on the responsibility of caring and loving for that person. Yeah. So I had to make the choice. Okay, we're going to ride this out and, mm-hmm. and see where it goes. And I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't looking for it. was trying to run away from it. Right. And it yeah. just was like, nope. <laughs> he was like, nope. Like, come here, girl. <laughs> come Stop playing with it. Yeah, Stop it. I'm good. I mean, my situation was kind of the same, and it's so polar opposite because I had, right before my husband, I was dating someone who used to play for the Broncos, mm. and it was nice and it was fun and all that kind of stuff. And then, but it's the same old crap. The same old girls calling his phone twenty four seven. The same old like I gotta question you about stuff, and I was just like, oh, I'm tired of this. And when I got with my husband, and there was some real like adult relationship communication responsibility, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. This is this is how it should be. You should be able to, you know, whatever. And once I saw that and, you know, saw how his life was, I was like, yeah, this is this is where I should be. Mm-hmm. This feels better. Yeah. It's always interesting when you're dating people and you finally date someone who's different from who you've been dating. Exactly. And you like, what the fuck have I been doing? Thank right. you. You feel stupid. Yeah. Like, you feel so yeah. Stupid. like, why would you even deal with the bullshit you was dealing with? Yes. It's I only know. because you haven't had a taste of what, what's, what's right. some good. Yeah. And then when those guys come back, 
Because they come back. Because I'm married now. And those guys come back. And I'm like, are you serious? Do you remember the bullshit you used to do? Put me through. And he's like, oh, well, I thought you. No, you didn't think none of that. Don't, don't, don't yes. try it. Don't try You didn't think none of that. You didn't think I liked it or I was cool with it. No. So stop. They just certainly have amnesia when they, exactly. when they hit you with the comeback. Like, no, girl, I really cared about you. I was just going through my own personal things. Oh, no. Who? My favorite. But, you know, I, I didn't understand you just like you didn't understand me. Boy, if you don't get off my line, like, stop it. How about you understand this dial tone? <laughs> exactly. How about you understand this block right quick? Thank you. Okay. Because mm, my husband is not with the shit. All right. So, right. Uh, it's always interesting. So have you guys always, like, have you had a lot of your significant others in the past come back since you've been married? All of mine. I got the comeback. My, every time I break up with somebody, they I expect them in six months to be hitting me up. Almost like always. <laughs> All always. the came back in the past I mean, year. Got that comeback. <laughs> Shay, what you saying, bruh? <laughs> Shay just hates me so much. <laughs> No, no, for real. Like, I've had all mine come back in the past year, but I feel like that's an issue of Instagram settings, not an instant of them. Like, yeah. my Instagram is wide open. Mm -hmm. Y'all see my Instagram. Whatever. So I feel like they, they go searching and they find you and they remember, oh, I didn't delete her number. And wait, let me try WhatsApp. Because WhatsApp stores everything still. They really do. And it, and you can just hit people up. And that's how, like, it was one night. Like, it was five of them back to back. I was like, what did, what? What whole gram did I put out? That what made them what come selfie back? did you post <laughs> that had it, it it that had the boys she uh, had calling? Them long legs out, and you know what it was because I know the picture. It was from when I I had gained weight mm. and then I had lost a bunch of weight, so I put a side by side in bikinis picture and I posted that. Yeah, and that's what set off this like weird like, randomness. Yeah, a oasis. The oasis men coming back. It's very interesting. I've definitely had like depending on what picture I post all of a sudden like randoms will come back who I'm like yep. oh who are you by the way what I'm good and I'm like the like I'm the queen of the delete like I will delete you out my phone delete and block she's the queen of delete and block well say it <laughs> say it and mean it wrong with that. I will delete you and I will block you for life but they are very inventive so what are like the most inventive ways men have like figured out ways to contact you when you were really not trying to talk to them my job oh no they didn't yeah do my job oh hell no i have an ex who Don't play with my money okay no, no no it wasn't he i have an ex who played for the um falcons and he started owning all these franchises mm -hmm. and i do franchise marketing through my company and yeah that's how he tried to get back in with the franchise marketing company but my ceo was so amazing he's like hey this ceo's goofy he's mormon he's like hey this guy says he knows you and he wants to be in business like yeah he's my ex it was a bad breakup he's like okay i let him know that we might not be a good fit for him and that was the end of that <laughs> yeah my ceo was not with the was not with the was shit. not without the shit he's not with the shit so like no 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 but that was probably the most creative way but then i have other guys who just just pop back up and just think it's a hey haven't seen you in a while saw you on instagram yeah you look really fit and i'm like great thanks bye or you know whatever so it's Odd. What no. about you? None? No. Mm -mm. I really don't. Like, uh, maybe one that, and I'm like, dude, my husband is special. <laughs> he is from no, Detroit. No, for real. And he's a felon. I would never. Okay. Not even that he's a felon. He ain't trying to go back to jail. He got, he got he's from Detroit. Family. But he ain't with the shit. So. I ain't never met somebody from Detroit. They might be light-skinned, but I ain't never <laughs> met from somebody from Detroit who can't, didn't know how to, how, yeah. how to fight. 
Never. I've never met somebody from Detroit who didn't know how to fight. Literally. And I have known quite a few. And they be light skills so people be trying them. Like they don't try me. And they will get them right together. Yeah, and I guess I'm lucky because when they come back, I automatically tell my husband, like, yo, so-and-so came back. It's so stupid. And he has access to my phone. So there's Oh, you tell? I don't tell. Oh, I tell every time. I tell I every single time. Why would I lie? Because when you lie or hide it, it looks crazy anyway. So I'm just like, I yeah, don't lie, back, but so I don't whatever. bring it up because I just feel I like it, it creates tension. So my phrase is definitely cash app. You said, wait, cash app? Cash app. How do cash app? So. Will he send you a dollar just to send you a message? My ex. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Yes. Are you serious? My last ex. Now that's creative. I blocked him on all social media. Like, I'm about to send her this Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. I blocked him on my phone so he couldn't call text there. So all of a sudden, I started getting $10 missiles from a cash app. And you know, you have to put a note. So it's like, yeah. can you please answer me? Like he would just start sending me money. Did you take the money? I didn't. Why? I just, like, I no. was so fed up with him at that point that I didn't want, I literally didn't want shit from him. I'm petty. I you know, take the money. I I'm listening. <laughs> Normally, I would be like, oh, run them coins, please, sir. But, like, we had ended in such a negative way that I was like, I refuse to accept shit from you. You can take it and shove it up your ass. And so he kept sending. So I had to block him on Cash App. That's crazy. And then he called me, like, for two months with using like people's phones. Okay, that's now crazy. he's just now crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he was stalking. <laughs> he's stalking. That's crazy. But I have a weird. Here's my question: How come when we get in relationships, do these guys come back? Like we're in relationships, we're committed, we're married. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think that my morals or my values gone down so low that now I'm going to? Mess but with do you think like, that your morals you? and values have changed now that you're married? No, no, mine have stayed the same as far as not messing with you. Cause, for, not for real though. Like, like I, facts, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I think my, I, I think most of the time your morals are your morals. They don't yeah. change because you get married. I think the behavior that you're willing to accept changes with every no, new that person. changes. And yes. so I think like when exes come back, especially when they're crazy and weird, I always feel like. I always have to take a look at myself and how I was with them, the behavior that I thought was acceptable or I allowed to be acceptable there. Yeah, I agree. And that generally, like, makes some sense. Like, so my ex, like, we would have these huge arguments. We were, like, we would make up and break up all the time. And well, anytime we broke, I mean, I told you, I was, like, the queen of the block. It was really petty. I, I have since grown, y'all. But, like, I would block him immediately. And so he would call me from random people's numbers back then. Like, he had this guy that he used to assistant, his assistant used to call me on his phone or the, the office phone. Like, he would just find inventive ways, and, like, it was successful at some point, right? Because it was just, like... Here's I, the issue I have with that. You're putting this much effort into this after we're over. Did you put this much effort into when we were did together? Did you? Right. Let me throw this mouse at you. Because people... <laughs> Let me throw what? my shoe at you. Because people Woo! want what they can't have. Yes. Yeah. So do you think that women, the problem with women is that they overcommit, like they're so commitment focused that they yes. get run through yes. kind of by dudes? Like, yes. Like, you know what? Do you yes. treat so, them you know badly why? because of yes. it? So two things, or a few things, and we'll probably, we are nurturers. So much so. We're, we're, we're such nurturers. We're, we're raised to be nurturers and to take care of people. 
And that transfers over to the men in our lives. Yes. And we want to be fixers. Yes. Yeah. So we're like, whatever it is, we got it. Like, I got you. Okay, we can work through this. Yeah. Now, being with my husband, when I met my husband, he had shit. Like, yeah. He, we starting from zero up. Yeah. Or like, we, you can't go nowhere but up. You know what I mean? Right. So, for me, it was like I had to make a conscious decision. Okay, are you going to be on this journey with him? Because a lot of times when men, and I'm, and I'm not a man, but Shay can probably, uh, you know, I know they were talking about this on the, the show they have with the guys. Like, if they're not in a space where they feel confident in themselves, yeah. where they can provide, they can they feel like they're, they're in their own world, and they can do this and that it will not translate well in a relationship. Yeah. That's not all the time, but you know, I think a lot of times we take on the responsibility as women to try to, you know, fix and nurture and be there and push, push, push. And that's okay. Yeah. But it's gotta be for the right person. Right. Like we can't be trying to put all this effort and helping and doing this and that for a motherfucker who ain't trying to do for themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like what, what I look like doing all this for you and you not trying to do, for yourself, right? And for and you wouldn't do it for me. So with my husband, he's a hustler. Yeah. By that's just in him. So even from and you know the one thing too that made me know that this was a man I wanted to give my time to when he didn't have much. Yeah. He never let me pay for anything. And I yes, know that's how my he didn't have too. a lot. Yeah. I yep. know that he didn't have a lot. That he had a job that wasn't paying him a whole bunch. He was just getting on his feet. But he not he did not let me pay for anything. Yeah. Our first day. He was like, I am the provider, honey. I no, will find yeah. a way. It's and so I knew weird. Even that if it broke him, yeah, he would still not let me pay for it. And I was like, you know what? I can be dating him with a pocket full of money. And they were a not pocket either. full of <laughs> cash, though. <laughs> and he still would be like, oh. You want to go half? Right. No, you better not never ask me for half of nothing. nothing. At, least, at, least, at least on the first couple of dates. Like, Listen. you should not be asking me to split anything with you. To at least date number four or five. Yeah. But yeah. And so, then I understand and maybe even you're Sam struggling. Still like like, no. So yeah, with the overcommitment thing, I think we do have an issue with the judgment. It's not, it's not, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with supporting your man or supporting a man as he tries to start his business, get, get in his, his feet, start his legacy and all that. So there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But, but you got, it's got to be with the right it's like an investment. You got to invest your time and resources in the, in the person that you truly feel. And sometimes we just don't know mm-hmm. until yeah. you know. Right? Yeah, You're like, some are better hiding. You know? Yeah. But. I know with the overcommitment, I feel like, again, like I said earlier, a lot of women want to have just to say they have. Just yeah. to say they have. Because we see women who are with guys and they treat them like garbage. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, but I got a man and you don't. Yeah, but your man is sleeping with a bunch of people and doesn't have a job and, and you ain't happy. Couch and you aren't happy. So why are you bragging about having it? It feels like it's just to have to have. And that's why they're ready to commit so much. And then another thing I feel like with women in my age group, mm. I've noticed is that they want to have to have because that clock is ticking as far yeah. as having a baby. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they don't want to have a baby out of wedlock. They don't want to go to a donor or anything and be a single mom. So they're trying to find anybody so they can just have the family, have the baby, and then they'll kick them to the curb after the baby is here. And I've seen that happen a couple of times. Prime example on Spotlight is Sherry Shepard. What is that? Sherry Shepard. Yes. Oh, you never, you, you didn't hear about that? that? No. Sherry Shepard, you know, she. I know she is. I just didn't yeah. know. I didn't know the spotlight. She married this dude. Yes. She was like, the headline's like, he was jobless, but I was horny and single or something like that. Oh, you so mean her I most recent him. ex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I married Who's him. taking her to the cleanest to the, child support. Child yes. support. That's, that's not her baby. baby. That's not her baby. Yeah. Which is crazy. Outrageous. And people are dragging her. And they shouldn't. I mean, I understand that people have to say what they. But a lot of times, I mean, for. Let's be real. She is like one of most women, yes. a lot of women. She is not like a, you know, she did. 
we can't sit here and say, oh, you're so stupid. How could you do that? Y'all do it every day. Y'all do it all the time. Well, I will say, like, being in a corporate environment and corporate life, like, I understand the pressure. Like, mm -hmm. I understand the pressure of wanting a marriage. Like, in all my settings where I'm working, I am mm -hmm. generally the only one who is not married. Everyone is married. And so when they do have these events or they do like go out, there is this advantage of having a partner because you don't get invited to the same things as your sing like when you're single that yeah. the married couples do, right? Because mm, no. they're like, uh, my wife don't want to see you. <laughs> right. All single hanging around. Like it's not looking gonna, like you looking. Look exactly. <laughs> looking like you're looking. Exactly. Right? And exotic and Exactly. It's not a good look for them, right? So it's definitely from a a work perspective, I definitely it's like the one place that I feel pressure, but I feel pressure all the time. Like I think even when you go to the damn uh, nail salon, they be like, you have boyfriend? You don't have boyfriend? Okay, well, you need better nail. Longer oh. nail, give you boyfriend. No, she's not lying. She's I'm lying. not even joking. So I don't wear my ring all the time, and I get that randomly from people. Like, oh, you're not married? Oh, you're so pretty. Why aren't you married? Uh, maybe because I don't want to. Why are you in my face? Like, yeah. This is TJ Maxx. Like, why are you asking this random question in the line at TJ Maxx? Like, I feel like men see. don't go through this. Like, I feel like no. men oh, no. don't get interrogated as nope. to their singleness. Unless it's their mom. Yes. Are they auntie? Yeah. Like, I am the auntie. Get I'm getting on my nephews. Like, so what's going on? It's oh, yeah. almost like men are almost congratulated for being single after a certain point. It means like, oh, you stayed single this long? That means you're building something. That yes. Be a catch. The rest of us, we're basically like old maids if we're not married by 27. <laughs> like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? That like, is, okay, this is my least favorite question that gets asked like when you're single. It's like, um, are you, why are you single? Like, why are you, you're so great. Like, I don't know how, how are you single? Why are you single? What, is there an appropriate answer for that? Because I am. Like, that's what you can tell. Like, why? What? I have commitment oh, oh, issues. It's like, that's what you want me to tell you first day? Like, no, I, for that question, actually said to people, what would you like me to say to that? Would yeah. you like me to say that I'm bad in bed, that I'm unemployed, I used to be a stripper, I'm a prostitute? Like, what would you like to say to that question? Yeah, it's like, a bizarre no question. There is no right answer to that. There's no right yes. answer to it. It's what they want to hear. It's not what's actually Correct. the truth. Right. Right. But if you say some stupid shit like, oh, well, I had a couple of STDs. Had a rehab. I mean, I had a drug problem, <laughs> right. but I'm all better now. So I'm trying to get my kids into foster care. Yeah. So, <laughs> what appetizer are we ordering? Like, right. do you really want? I mean, like, what truth are you looking for? It's almost like how many men you slept with? Eight hundred before you. Right. What does it matter? What does it matter? So I think an interesting perspective is uh, you guys have all pretty successful in your career, right? Did you guys find it easier or harder to date the more successful you got in your career? Yes. Um, I felt bad for my husband because um, he's in a culture where the men is a breadwinner. He's in, in, in Indian. Men's a breadwinner. They run the household. I make more than what my husband makes. Right. I make double what he makes. Right. And it's we've actually made decisions as a couple to kind of keep that hidden from everybody in the Indian Guyanese community because he needs to be the breadwinner and look like that. Because for a while, people were like, oh, well, Kia runs everything, this and that. Yes. So we started to play down what I do to make sure that people didn't say certain things. Right. Like he doesn't care, but it does kind of make him feel weird when people are interrogating him about what his wife does and how much money she makes. That, right. that gets a little weird. Um, I don't think that it... What you ask? Was it difficult? Oh, more difficult when you were dating and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think so, um, because I don't change with my money. 
Yeah. Like, I don't change with my, my titles, and I'm still going to be who I am. Um, I am not probably when I maybe when I turned probably right before 30, I realized that the material things that I thought made you successful really didn't matter. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So whether a man makes 50 or 100,000, are you a genuine person? Right. Like, are you consistent? Are you, I'm looking for character. I'm not looking for your See, bank account. I think that's another thing you have in your 20s where you have how your life is supposed to look. You're supposed to have the two-car car garage and the dog and the two-story house and All this that. and that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you build this whole thing about, no, he has to make the money and I'll stay home and maybe work a little bit. And I don't know what job all of us women, we were trying to get married in our 20s, thought we were supposed to have. Like, I or always, a job. Like, dental yeah, yeah, I always thought dentist, I was like, going to work. I didn't think I was going to be a housewife, yeah. but I just thought I was going to be a boss bitch with a boss dude. You right? know what I mean? right. And I just realized that I don't like lawyers. <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, I'm a lawyer. And I was like, I don't actually like male lawyers. They're all assholes. Like, and then you end up arguing with them all damn day. Like, because that's what y'all do for Yes. Yes. Like two lawyers dating. Like, I know a lot of them who are successful. But every time I've dated a lawyer, it'll be like, we will argue about a freaking, like, how long do you need to put the turn signal line on? And it can go on for, like, Forever. Forever. Oh, my God. You're going to drive me crazy. Yes, yes. And I can't handle it. But, yeah, I, I don't think that, that we change necessarily. Some of us do, like, get on that little high horse because we got position. But at the end of the day, for me personally, I'm not looking for your title or your no. bank account necessarily. I'm looking for the character. I'll never forget. It was five of us in my friend's garage in Maryland and one of my guy friends. And her dad was in the garage. I mean, in the basement talking to us. Mm. And, you know, at that time, we were like, oh, we have our types. He's 6'2". Yes. He's bound. He's this and that. And he said simply, he looked at us, he said, how your type been working out? Ooh. Rude. We were like, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Since all of us are single, I guess not well, you know. He was like, you can't be, you can't do that. Like, you you need not to, to do that, you know. And I know a lot of people, even now in our 30s, oh, he's, oh, God, no. He's, he's only five eight or mm-hmm. he's only this that and the third i'm like mother but is he did you get to know the person yeah be open-minded don't just shun someone because you know now i will say physical attraction is key right you have to be physically attracted to someone right but don't just x them out just because they don't fit a mold that you have or you know we're not going to meet someone who's going to have every single thing on our checklist yeah. it's just not going to happen and we're not perfect, so you shouldn't expect someone else to be perfect. Yeah. And um, just just be open-minded. That's my thing. Just be open-minded, explore, have a good time, and you just never know what might happen. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I would say, like, that it's okay to be single. I mean, none of us are mm-hmm. but <laughs> on this table, but, but like, okay. it is okay to be single. It is okay to take your time. It is okay to, like... Just be, there'd be like months where I just didn't want to date. I didn't want to deal. And people would look at me like I was crazy. And honestly, like I'm grateful for that time for those months. Cause I'm just like, sometimes you just need to do you and be you and be by yourself. You know what I mean? And so. But wait, I can say Keisha, we're both married. But when we get that alone time by ourselves, Mm. it is magical. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like. When I get alone time, like my husband was gone, and my kid was gone for four whole days. It was amazing. Like it was. She just... said four whole days. Like it was like six months. <laughs> four 
whole day, day. y'all. So enjoy being single because once you get married, you will never be alone ever again. And it's not it's not that great. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that we don't want to be with our kid and husband. No. no. It's just that sometimes you just need your alone time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just need some time to just be you. Yeah. Right. Just breathe. And if we're, before we close out, because we are all female cast, yes. what would be a tip that you would give to fellas who are trying to pursue a lady, trying to get her to commit? Oh, shit. <laughs> How much right. more time we got? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, mine is simple. Leave with your brain and not your dick. Oh. Facts. Mine That's is real. be the man you say you are. Facts. And I would say be consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, yes, be consistent. Like, the quickest way to turn a woman off, or at least the quickest way to turn me off, is for you to be inconsistent. Right. Yeah. Don't be texting me every morning, then all of a sudden you stop. Let me tell you, <laughs> first of all, you just create so much fucking issues when yeah. you text somebody every damn morning and then you stop. Right. You're like, I just saw you. I don't care. I am used to it. You yeah. have grown, I have grown accustomed Correct. to this good morning text. If you ain't waking up in the morning with me, I expect it. That's right. And if you are waking up in the morning, I expect something else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to my least yeah. favorite segment. Which is? That says Familia. Oh, let's do it, DJ. Is this a shade thing? Because I feel like it might be. A oh, wait, we didn't do our main tip. You have to put that in there. Our lead, our lead into our main tip. Hey, TJ, you know what time it is. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? <laughs> it's Jado. Do you know it's what so time it is? It's so bad. It's so bad. Hold on. Time for the main tip. The main tip. Hey. This is what happens when you leave one of your hosts with the recording instrument. Ready, tea, ready, drink. Oh, my God. I'm dead. The main tip. Oh, my God. The main tip. The main tip. Get your cup. Get your drink. Ready, tea, ready. Ah. cup. Ready, drink. Ready, tea, ready. Oh, my God. Oh my! You have to be here. You guys have to come back when he's here because he gets so amped every time he plays this. Like, oh my god! It's lit. Oh my god! That that was that, that was yeah. great. That, was, that great. was great. Good that job, was Jay. Jay. All right, we're gonna go ahead and that sounds familiar. So I'm gonna give you the rules of that sounds familiar for all the sippers who I'm winning. This, this is time. their first time. I mean, there's some pressure right now. All right, so that sounds familiar. Shay is going to go ahead and play five songs. Each time a song plays, whoever gets either the name of the artist or the name of the song first wins that song. Okay. Obviously, you want to win the most. Okay. I'm ready. We ready, Shay. Ready. We ready. Don't expect a, if we don't get any of them, expect a cat fight because all three of us could throw hands. I'm pretty sure. Like, who is Sway Lee? The Migos? <laughs> is it? Quavo, Lil Baby, Swaley, Blueface. What's her name? I don't know. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. I said it first. He did. She did. Oh, we're both wrong. Chapstick. <laughs> Hold on. Is he saying chapstick or chopstick? It does low key sound like Chris Brown. Is Tiger? the same chopstick? Tiger? Oh, well, you want it then. <laughs> oh, okay. We're still guessing. Like, well, who is, who's the singer in that? So that's Chopsticks uh, by Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q. Let me yeah. tell you. Who the hell Sir? But you guess name. the name of the song by the chorus, though. That does yeah. not count. It does. It does. Oh. Schoolboy Q. First of all, 
We don't know. I'm old. Who that is. Yeah. I be feeling old when Jay be playing us because I don't be knowing nothing about it. And Jay old too. So how you know who Chopstick is? Jay stay with it. Oh. Okay. Jay stay with it. Jay okay. stay current, honey. He don't play. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> T.I. No. no. Oh. Chris Brown. No. Uh, Kodak Black? No. Migos. Extension. Let's extension. No. Migos. Um, Quavo. I know who it is, and I can't think of his name. Uh, oh my god! Lil Baby. No. Lil Baby. <laughs> Why are you gonna say that? Lil Baby. I think you understand who it is, but the name's wrong. He always talks about like smacking somebody. Like, Twenty One Savage. Ludacris. Oh, like, no. Rocky. No, I'm saying you. Tega. I think you said it wrong. Oh, he said his name. But you said it incorrectly. Who we said his name? Baby, little baby, little Boosie, Quavo, Migos. No, Boosie. Uh, no, next, next. No wait. Who is it? I said it wrong. Gucci Mane. He does what? Blue face. Blue face. Blue Ivy. Who was it? Blue Ivy. Come through, Blue Ivy. Yes, Blue Ivy Carter. She had changed her voice. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, future. Gunna? I know Gunna? good rappers come out of Charlotte. Is it Gunna? No. Uh, Lil Drip. I'm just making shit. That's what I want to say. That ain't nobody. Yeah, we don't know that person. Lil Caddy. The baby? Damn. That's what I it said it already. No, you said Lil Baby. The baby and Lil Baby are two different people. It's the baby. Yeah. I said Lil Baby, the baby. No, because no, it's no, two different said people. You said Lil, Lil No, no, you trying to pronounce it I said different. baby, Lil Baby. And then Lil Baby. I mean, listen. <laughs> it's the baby. You know so, what? I think there was no way in hell I was gonna win that one. <laughs> I, got I that ain't never heard of that man ever in a day in my life. So split between the two. Now it's a tie. This is a famous thing. Well, shit, all of them famous. All of them were famous, and we didn't do a good job. All right, let's go. Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, uh, Chico the Barge. There we go. Oh, look how she sat back. No. She was like, in. <laughs> I got it. Is this Chico de Bar? She gonna came out with some stuff? That's is this old. new? What is this from? Old, 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 old. old. Okay. All right, scores two to one. I gotta at least get what? <laughs> this guy came up in the 2000s. Very distinct voice. Uh, Brent Fias. No. Jacquees, not no, it's not. Uh, no, it's not Jacquees. I can't think of it. I just saw like Jacquees though. No, I know the song. We. Jeremiah. 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 Yes. Nah. I need hey. to get there at least oh, once. I need I to be song. on the board. Another... Right, so it's one, two, one. Okay. I couldn't get that off my tip of my tongue. I knew the song. We all knew the song. Yeah. Like, we. Don't know why you know the words. No, I know the words. It's loud and loud and humming. Loud and wrong. So we couldn't do this lady show without having at least one song from the ladies. Okay. So let's take it. Monica? Keisha Cole? No. Brandy? No. Amel Laveau. Faith no Evans. No. Wapale? 702? Brady. 
That's not Brandy. It sounds like her. She her. Part of a group. That's so unhelpful. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. There we go. Oh, yeah. okay, two, two. They got it. They got it. Too. We tied. We tied. I've never heard that song. We tied. Never, ever. I haven't either. Never, ever. So it's Kelly Rowland and Lower Quest. But she, I started thinking the of Dilemma. Mm. Her voice. She only had one real hit. Right. With Lil Wayne. Um, dilemma. No, no, no. Not Dilemma. The, no, that's not. The, no, no. Her that only real hit was that one with Lil Wayne where it played for oh, months. Oh, um, that. That, that, that song. The sexy song. That song. Yeah, that's that, it. That yeah. Was her main hit. Can you be my. No, no. She had the dilemma with Nelly. Dilemma with Nelly was good, but that wasn't as big as that other one. No, and dilemma. No, dilemma was huge when it came out. It was huge. But is that dilemma her song or Nelly's? That's Nelly's song. I thought it was hers. No, she sang the hook. It's her song. No, yeah, she released it out and had Nelly on it. Okay, the other song then is that um, one with Lil Wayne. Harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let the right. Okay, we're ready. So this guy came up in the 2000s. Okay, you got a point. You can name it. <laughs> uh, came up in the 2000s. I think everybody's Brett Fias because I just love him. <laughs> Migos, Offset, Take Good Travis Scott. Tiger. Party next door. Oh, weekend. No, no. He had beef with Jonah Lucas. With who? Who, who is that? Jonah Lucas? Yeah, next. <laughs> he, has a, he has a big hit with Sean Paul in the past, like, three years. He's, he's, I don't he's know. current? Yeah. From Canada. Canada. All I know is Drake from Canada. I know Party Next Door. Let's get to his chorus. I still don't know the song. I'm hoping it'll jog. You know, like, of course, Hurry sometimes jogging. Help me cheat, girl. Is a hit a big hit with Say It and Love. Oh, wait, I, I, I gotta know. All right, it's Tory Lanez. Oh, Forever please. Nobody knows who Tory Lanez is like Nobody knows Tory Lanez. Oh, Tory Lanez. I've heard He's from him, Canada. I don't know them. I don't know him. So you see he tried to play himself. He tried to come to, like, the black girl. He's like... Oh yeah, he, he played himself. With he that. played that himself so freaking hard. That was bad. He like said that like the pr- director of one of his movie videos, music videos, was trying to kick out the black, the dark skinned chick as his love, and, and replaced with a light skinned girl. And replaced with a light skinned girl when reality came out. When the dark skinned girl came out and was like, "No, that's not what happened at all." Yeah, like he just created controversy for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah, because she was like, "We were supposed to switch back and forth." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "What is he talking about? They were, we were supposed to switch." Trying like, to get some hits. Yeah, both girls came out and were like, "Uh, no, uh, no." <laughs> so what's up? We need a tiebreaker. Yeah, like you're. That was a tiebreaker. But we didn't get it. What you thought? What you was doing? Wait, wait, wait. Do, you, do you know how a tiebreaker works? Yeah. Somebody has to get it. Yeah, <laughs> the tie needs to be broken. 
Mm-hmm. Almost, almost hit my drink. I don't play though. I'm not gonna finish with mine. I feel bad. I mean, this beat though. Right, it's dropping. It's hot. Hey. <laughs> No oh, I know this. I don't. I don't either. I do. I don't know the name though. Hold on. Oh, la, la. Back up off me. Oh, oh. Yeah. Back up. Back up. But I don't know the name of the person. I mean, I don't need to, but like. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Are you Shazamming? Yeah. That's Dejlo. Dejlo. Where did she ever went? She's quiet right now. Are you Shazamming? I'm over she you right so now. She is Shazamming right now. And it said no result. <laughs> Fail. All right. I might have won. <laughs> I mean, I lost so tragically. So tragically. Oh, no. I didn't need a sound effect. Did you need a sound effect? I didn't. Okay. I didn't need one at all. But, you know, we don't appreciate you, Shay. all right guys let's go ahead and move on to our very next segment which is what's your ish what's your ish what's your ish what's your ish does tj sing this too is is that no we do have a thing for that though (laughs) all right so my ish this week has to be rain shoes rain boots you can go to DSW. They don't sell right now. They mm. all got the little blue sticker, so you know it's thirty percent off. Mm-mm. I like the purple sticker, honey. Ooh, you talking about language? Hey, <laughs> um, Florida in the summer mm. is just rainy season. It's just a part of yeah, life. It, it will rain every single day, unless you're trying to be walking around with muddy toes. Then having a pair of cute rain boots in your trunk at all times is imperative. It is, I literally, it saves me so much grief. I have, I keep it in my trunk and I literally pull it out all the time. And it's like, you bitches walking around, (laughs) dirty footing it and your flip flops with the, with the, with the huge puddles of water. And here I am just so dry foot, dry foot, dry foot foot and clean. So happy. Hmm. So there you go. Rain shoes. So. My ish for the week, um, we're going to talk about more for the morning, but I do want to say, people, please check out The Loudest Voice on Showtime. It is an amazing show on Showtime. That is my ish. It is. The funny. Loudest Voice. It's called coming? The Loudest Voice. It's on Showtime. It's about the rise of Fox News and how awful and horrible they are and how mm. it is yes. amazing. Yo, that it, it's a good show, good acting, great actors in it, and that is like my ish. Like, I watch that religiously. It's called The Loudest Voice, and it's on Showtime. That's my ish. I love it. I gotta watch that. Mm-hmm. I don't got Showtime, so I might got I might need to Cody that, but you can get it for six dollars if you go through Prime. I got HBO, and I'm maxed out at that. Oh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little Hulu bill is getting worse Listen, and worse. Yeah, my Hulu bill was fifty dollars last week. Like, how dare you? <laughs> it used to be t- eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not no eight ninety nine more. You got eight like Hulu Live, which is forty four dollars. Yeah, I have, I have yeah. Hulu Live. And then you get the HBO added to it. See, I had to get something else besides Hulu Live. I turned it off because it didn't have oxygen. I need my oxygen because I can't get my upgraded package. I don't see no upgraded package because I have that. I have oxygen on my. Anyway, do your ish because we about to go. You know what? My ish this week is the souls of black folk. Oh, well, okay, Miss Harriet Tubman. (laughs) 
Because you know what? Sometimes, because that's what I'm listening to. I'm, my audio books, you know. Yeah. So I'm listening to the Souls of Black Folk. Just because I feel like sometimes you got to go back mm-hmm. and, and listen. Because people out there be talking, talking, talking. But I'm trying to be more intentional about knowing most and more of my history. And, yeah. yeah. Just for context. So that's my ish this week. And so you can clap topics. back with, with information? No, just for myself. Shit. Yeah. I like to myself. inform myself just so my clap back is real right. Real right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> my clap back is on point. On what point. What you facts, said, boo. I got facts and evidence. Receipt, honey. Receipt. Ready for <laughs> you. Um, who, who actually wrote Souls of... Is W E D E B the blah blah the boy yeah the boy okay cool I do love me a good audible yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah I live and breathe let me tell you what a good audible audible is mm-hmm. have you um, read Jennifer Lewis's book no first of all I just love Jennifer Lewis period baby the, that was the first the audible I ordered the Godmother of Hollywood yes yeah. get the Godmother of Hollywood it is the easiest listen uh, funniest man I was t- I was passing that thing to everybody, like, here, I'm sending you this audible. You need to read it. Have you um, heard Born a Crime by Trevor Noah? I've mm-hmm. got, I haven't got through all of it. I didn't, re- I didn't listen to it, though. He, it's sensational. That's my first audible. And okay. it, it's like he grew up in Africa in apartheid as a mixed child where they didn't, they didn't believe mixed child. So he literally was born a crime. Oh. And it is... He's hilarious. Was was white. Was his dad or his, his mom? His dad is white. Dad. His mom is African, and so in Africa during the apartheid, they only recognize like four different um, races, or, races, or uh-huh. three different races, like with context to black people. So it was like white, colored, colored were people who were mixed a long time ago, apparently, like but nothing recent, and then black. Mm-hmm. And you weren't allowed. Literally, you were not like you he know. He used to say that his mom was his nanny. That's what how they used to go outside. They were, they couldn't walk together. Like, they really enforced the fact that, like, there was supposed to be no interracial. The, the, even colored people weren't supposed to date black people. Like, it was no interracial um, relationships whatsoever. And so when he used to walk down the road with his mom, he would have to walk. He, if he held her hands, he would have to call her na- his nanny. Or they would walk with a colored person, like she had a colored friend. Yeah. So he would be walking next to the colored friend as if that was his mother, and you would see pictures of his mother like two or three steps behind, like the Danny. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a really interesting book. Yeah. It's really it's interesting because you hear, you read, you learn a lot about like Africa and the apartheid yeah. as yeah. it was going on. But you hear from this super funny guy who's yeah, like I talking about Trevor Noah. And his mama is like, his mama is my spirit animal. His mama is life. Like his African mama is life. You She's have. Still Alive? Oh yeah, yeah. She okay, she's That's awesome. And I, I think um, the same thing that I learned with Jennifer. Yeah, in her book is just like she is so real and raw. Ugh. I mean, she talks about the whole her hotation, all that. And I can see Jennifer oh, in a hotation. That that book is interesting because it is. she touches on her misdiagnosed bipolar disorder. Absolutely, mm. they thought something she was wrong with her, and that's why she was doing certain things. But it's come that she was bipolar, bipolar. just needed yep. to be medicated, and that yep. was it. And yep. it fixed everything. It's crazy. I do yeah. love me some Jennifer Lewis. Do you listen to? Do you watch her on Instagram where she does the? I like, do. Yes. her and Brandy oh, yes. and this other older and, lady uh-huh. go in, and yes. they uh-huh. have these like. Yes. These old black yes. like <laughs> songs that they sing yeah, that, that they funny. create, yeah. but it's all just like it's all just hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming, Liz Sippers. You can always hit us up or find us at All Tino Shade Podcast on Instagram. All Tino Shade is our Facebook page. You can also add yourself to our group called All Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. We post a lot there. We generally post the stuff that's going on in our 
the the things that we're looking at while we talk about the podcast. And you can always hit us up on our email if you're inter- if you're interested in sponsorship. It's altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. And what's Mocha in the morning again? Mocha morning show. So Mocha morning show, no G. On Facebook. On Facebook and IG. And then you have a website as well. Mochainthemorning.com. Mochainthemorning.com. All right, with this, does we have anything else that you guys want to add for the final sip? Thank you for having us. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. So I do have a final sip. My final sip is my love to my boys, TJ and Jay. They both out and about. Yes. Having a bromance without us. (laughs) Why don't you go, Shay? They ain't like you. They don't love you like they did. Oh, you gotta produce someone, the show. Someone had to be here to be the engineer. Thank you. Thank you, Shay. Yes, my final sip is fuck them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shay, the real Yay. one. <laughs> Jay's gonna lie. Laugh on that one. All right, with that, I'm gonna call this sip session done. All right. Bye, y'all. Peace Bye. and blessings. Bye. Bye.